Welcome back to the Make It Count Podcast. I'm Marcus Muir, founder of Muir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. Tyler, I'm excited about this one because I want to give people a roadmap as to how to do it better. We we say a lot around here, do better business. Right. So today, you know, everybody loves steps. Everybody loves a, a three-point yeah. Four steps to happiness, be a better dad, you know, that yeah, kind of stuff. Sure. A listicle, as they call them. <laughs> Is the, that what they call yeah, it? Yeah. In the, in the content world, I didn't you've know seen that. like 10 step. Like, yeah, you just named I just, them all. I yeah. just learned this. That type of content is called a listicle. Listicle, not yeah. to be confused. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could go yeah. sideways really yeah, fast. It's a merge of list and article. Got it. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I knew that. I knew yeah, that. Yeah. All right. So, today I want to give you. A seven-point plan to get your finances and back office in order, and not just in order, like, but to have a relationship with someone. Or if you were to do these things yourself, where you're like, okay, I'm getting support I need, I'm getting advice I need, and I'm getting strategy and peace of mind. So that's where this is coming from. In fact, we're building out our fixed rate packages around this scope of services. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you, I'm going to lay them out and then we'll talk about them each individually and kind of how they work together. And I'm sure we'll have some questions. So sounds good. Here are the seven. Obviously, accounting, bookkeeping kind of goes hand in hand, however you want to say that. Income tax, sales tax, payroll planning. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. But specifically, it's for the owners, how we plan for salaries, withholding, retirement plans, et cetera, et cetera. Tax strategy meetings. I think that's a point. Like that's actually a thing. Um, quarterly estimated taxes. I think I said. Is that seven? That's seven. Yes. I don't know, man. Anybody's counting, if anybody's <laughs> counting and it's not seven, forgive me. <laughs> that I left off one because, but we'll get into them. Accounting, income tax, payroll planning, quarterly estimates, uh, tax strategy, 1099, sales tax. That's them right there. Perfect. All right. So let's dive into them. All right, I put accounting, and I'm going to kind of mix these up because once we get past accounting, everything else we can kind of say they go, there's no real order. Sure. Okay, so accounting, again, the reason we always say this is because if we don't have good data, we can't do anything. We can't make decisions. So for us, got to get you on a cloud-based software. We talked about that ad nauseum. Don't need to go back into that. Um, but it's just to have somebody with that that is that owns this that takes care of your data that makes sure that the accounting's done properly and makes sure bills are paid that makes sure people pay you and make sure those things are done timely from that we can go all sorts of different directions around helping you do that better with applications and tools to really streamline things and we can go crazy with zapier connected apps or we can just simply say you need somebody that Watches over AR. I mean, we everything mm -hmm. in between, but accounting being the language of business, you got to know it uh, so that we can do all these other things. And it's got to be timely and accessible to all the parties that need it. So we do that for a lot of people. We do two paths on that. We, we say, if you want somebody in-house to do this or you can handle it or reasonably so, we do what's called DIY assisted, where you do it, but we come behind you monthly or quarterly, check it, review it, give you tips, tell you how to do it better, and then you know, work with you on that. Or we do full service where we just handle it. So that's that's the accounting piece. Um, everything else I'm going to talk about is really not, like I said, not in the, I wouldn't say the first order. It's just these, are, these will be great if you have them. Um, payroll planning. I love 
I think this is a really underutilized tool. And specifically, I'm talking about you as the business owner. And then even more specifically, this would be like if you have an S corporation, right? Because if you're an LLC, which as we've talked about before, can file as many different ways. If you're an LLC that's a partnership, you as the owner don't take a payroll. Like you don't take a W-2 wage, a paycheck. You get a guaranteed payment. But if you're an S corporation, you have to pay yourself reasonable compensation. And so that's one of the things when we talk about payroll planning is that we're looking at your salary and saying, is it reasonable for the job you do, given the fact that you're an S corp? And there's really, there's, there's some, there's some exposure there as an S corp shareholder. If you don't pay yourself a reasonable salary for the government IRS to come back in and say, hmm, you know, you should have paid more. We can, we can reclassify prior year distribution, say their wages, penalties, interest, and all that. So, um, that's one thing we do in the in payroll planning. But the second thing, or I'll say second thing, but another thing is withholding analysis. So there's a strategy out there where if you don't want to pay your taxes quarterly, just pay enough through your salary and your withholding that it covers the tax on all of your income. So let me give you an example of what I mean by that. If you, you're just saying this for the business owner. For the business owner. So like for an example, let's just say, let's just say your S corporation the net income of the business is 200 grand. Okay, so you as the the sole owner will pay tax on it's a flow through entity, right? You'll pay tax on that whole 200. And let's just say your salary from the S corp is 300,000. So in that example, you've really made 500, right? Mm-hmm. The the S corp deducted your salary to get to the $200,000 net income, then you pick up the wages income. Well, you could you could withhold on the three hundred thousand just as though that's all you're going to make, or you could say, well, I know because I'm working with somebody that I'm ultimately going to make five hundred grand. So why wouldn't on my three hundred thousand dollars salary I just withhold as though I'm making five hundred? And you're probably thinking, what's the point? The point is withholding is a much better way to pay your taxes because it's deemed to be done rateably throughout the year. Why that's important is because estimated taxes, you get penalized based, you can have estimated tax penalties if you don't pay your taxes or you don't pay enough quarterly. So mm-hmm. let me give you an example. Let's just say your taxes were 150 grand. You should be paying in that example 37.5 per year, per quarter, excuse me. But what if you paid 51 quarter, none one quarter, and 100 one quarter? You would have paid 150, but you could be penalized because you didn't pay 37.5 per quarter. If you withheld 150000 even if you did it on the last day of the year, withholding is deemed to be done rateably. So in the tax code world, you, ha- you would have been deemed to have withheld thirty-seven five each quarter. Even if you paid yourself a $300,000 bonus on the last day of the year and withheld $150,000 from it. So it kills two birds with one stone. It covers your taxes and it eliminates really but the need or the uh, eliminates you getting subject to the estimated tax penalty and you're looking at me crazy so yeah so okay so <laughs> they you're saying like if you have an S corp and you get you get a paycheck you're Correct. saying you withhold more in that paycheck yes and you could still so functionally you're not like you could still draw yeah and take Correct. Um, but know, let, guess but, let me, but yeah let me give a little more color to what i mean okay. what i'm saying is if you just got paid 300 grand from a company you didn't own they would they would withhold from you based on your W four and the tax tables and say well, we made three hundred grand this is ultimately what we should withhold, but if you're working with somebody like me and I know the whole picture that you own a business that also makes another two hundred grand outside of your W two I'd say Tyler, 
why don't we just withhold on your $300,000 salary as though you made five hundred? dollars Now all your taxes are covered. You don't have to take a draw quarterly to pay them. And we get the added benefit that the tax withheld is done rateably and not, let's just say we underestimate one quarter. Mm-hmm. We could avoid an, an underpayment penalty. Yeah. But I guess what I'm trying to, you know, if you're a business owner thinking, okay, well, that sounds like great, but that sounds like you're cutting into my paycheck. And so, well, it's, I get it's, that payment, it, it's, it's, it's six of one half dozen other. Yeah. If you for the year, correct. But like, if you got bills to pay, you need, you know what I mean? Oh, no question. So, so, well, that's what I was making sure I understood. Like, you can still. Because in an S corp, the scenario is you get a you get a paycheck and you get an owner's draw. Yes, like ideally, correct. That's right. You know what I mean. That's right. So you you're just saying shift the money around. Exactly. I'm saying um, get less of a paycheck, take more of an owner's draw. Yeah, but you still get all the benefits of the S corp, and you get the benefits of the way the tax code works. Correct. So you avoid any late penalties. That's right. Just from trying to manage it. Yeah, because I, it, I get that because the thought when you're a business owner is like usually the instinct is to do the other way around is to like, well, I'm going to wait and pay my taxes at the end and right. then pay what I what I owe. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But the problem with that is you incur penalties all over across the board. You incur cash flow issues because the moment you become an escort. Yeah, because you hadn't set the money aside. You've spent your tax money. I've seen that 100 times yeah. where, hey, man, you're going to owe $100,000 this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. And we get to the end of the year. It's like, well, what happened? Well, I needed it. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Mm -hmm. So this ultimately is probably for a more mature business, but not that mature. It's just somebody who has their act together structurally, Mm -hmm. understands cash flow. In my example earlier, you're going to have to pay 150 grand in taxes. Yeah. Why not just pay with every payroll? Again, not for everybody, but it's just one of those things when we talk about payroll planning, Mm -hmm. that it's another benefit and a kind of a hidden benefit that people don't see. Um, also, when we're looking at your payroll, we're looking at, hey, just simple stuff. Did you know the 401k limit went up? You want to max out your, last year you maxed out your 401k, want to max out this year? Mm-hmm. Those are little things I think add value to people. It's like, well, 401k was 20,500, now it's 23,000. Well, now just because we're looking, let's do another 20, you know, 2,500 bucks. Very simple. Um, are you in the right retirement plan? That sort of thing. If you don't, maybe you're a sole owner, we can look at that. And then there's matching contributions we're going to look at. Should we take more of a salary to get more of a match? How does that work with the payroll taxes? All that kind of stuff. And then there's qualified business income optimization. Not going to get into that a ton, but basically there is a deduction that is based on the net income of the business, but it's also one of the limiting factors is how much in wages you pay your employees. So there's like a gr- this little... Yeah, we've talked about that before. There's, there's this, yeah, QBI. QBI. There's this little sweet spot, and literally the number is... Two sevenths of what your business made before your salary is the sweet spot. Where if we're watching this thing, I've done it with clients. We put their salary right at that two sevenths number and get the max QBI. That's like literally one of the times we high five in the office. It's, yeah, yeah, that's I'm trying not to. I know. Don't don't. This is. But but in the but my point is, it's a great outcome for the client because we're looking, mm-hmm. and nobody would have known we didn't do it. But I know if we're doing it right, like that's something that comes out of that. Yeah. So, but that bec- feels better when you just yeah. nail the sweet nail spot it. of a QBI. Oh. Yeah. Say that. Say that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's payroll planning. Probably going too long on that. Income tax will will somewhat breeze by, but again, included in this plan would be, hey, we're just making sure you're compliant. Income tax, honestly, 
because we plan for the actual tax, the income tax filing becomes somewhat of a formality unless you're in a bunch of states and that sort of thing. But now it's done early in the year. The data's good. It's not a big deal. Quarterly estimates. Okay, kind of could be eliminated by what I talked about in the payroll planning. But if not, we're working with you quarterly to say, hey, make sure you set this aside. Make sure you pay this in. We want you to stay you know, ahead of the tax game. Um, we can give you strategies around that. Do you want to just pay the safe harbor, meaning you won't have any penalties, but you might owe money at the end of the year? We're there telling you, hey, you won't have any penalty, but 50000 is coming. Just know that. That's What I'm learning and what I've learned over time is most clients just want to know. If I just tell you, you you're okay, but you will owe this later, they're big boys and big girls. They can understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just giving them that oversight, like, hey, this is what you're going to owe. Pay it or not. Here's the consequences if you don't. Um, so that's uh, quarterly estimates. 1099s and sales tax. 1099s, we hate them, but they're the necessary evil. You got to do it. You want to stay. And there, there's ways to make that easier. But if it's, if it's lumped in with your accounting and kind of like you were saying earlier before we started back office, mm-hmm. um, it's easy to it's easier to do with software. Um, sales tax, obviously, you need that if you sell products. Generally speaking, it's on products. There's some services that are taxable. Just to have somebody watching over your shoulder that can implement the right strategy. Do we need to implement Avalara because we're now multi-state? We're an e-commerce business. Do we need to watch for when we have what's called Nexus in these other states? Like again, somebody watching that for you. And the last one, which I love, is tax strategy meetings. We, in our new proposals, are going to put two of those in a year, May and November. Um, and it's just kind of a good timing. We're coming off of tax season. November gives us enough time to do some planning. Um, but we're just talking. And I say tax strategy meetings. They're really business strategy and tax is in there. We're talking about stuff like what's happening, what are the trends, what are we seeing, what moves can we make? We have time now if we need to go buy a piece of equipment to get financing lined up, if we need to get a 401k plan started, well that's probably a bad example because you got to have 401k. I think it's in of October. Um but there's other retirement but we can mm-hmm. do things like we're just talking. We're getting ideas out on the table, we're talking through your business, we're learning more so we can serve you better. Um I really love those. Yeah. Yeah. What do the clients love about them? I mean, what are they, what are they walking away well, with? Well, I think they just feel heard. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, because I always say this, the, the, the main thing we hear from clients coming from other places is, and this is, this is a, this is a twofold, I say twofold. This is a, there's two sides of the coin of this. I never, this is what we hear. I never get advice. I never get strategy. They never call me with ideas. Fair enough. I always say, were you paying for ideas, strategy and advice? It, you know, it's very simple. We build our packages such that you are, right. but that you feel like you're getting the value. And what you're getting is the ideas that you think. I mean, because listen, I don't know every tax strategy in the world, a business strategy in the world. Sometimes, a lot of times, clients come with things. We talk through them. There's a lot of times on my agenda, I've got things I want to talk about. They'll bring something and say, oh, that's a good point. Let's let's walk through how that works for your business. Um, do we need to bring in a consultant? I'm not the, I don't know. It's like a like a doctor. You don't get a you know, your general practitioner is not your cardiologist. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you'll come in and I'll say, oh, let's, that's great. Let's do a cost segregation study. There's a firm that does that. Or let's, you know, set you up with uh, an estate, uh, uh, these trusts that you might need. Let's get a tax attorney involved. So it's just talking through ideas, knowing what's out there, 
debunking myths increasingly mm-hmm. a lot of what I'm doing is people come in with ideas and I'm like well that doesn't exactly work that way but here's how it could work mm-hmm. but that's what they're leaving with they just feel heard make sure we cover things make sure they feel like they're taken care of yeah so those are the seven seven points huh? yeah seven points you, you knock those out you'll be in pretty good shape yeah I think so I mean I, I've seen it I, I think what you'll feel is that you will feel like okay I'm Compliance like the baseline, right? It's like, okay, sure. I've done everything I need to do. The boxes are checked. The reports are filed. They're timely. No penalties. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's ground. That's table stakes. Yeah. But then it's like, no, but now I'm planning. So I feel like, you know, everybody says, I don't want to pay the tax man one more dollar than I need to. And I, I get that. Um, let's do it reasonably, ethically, morally, however you want to describe it. Let's be, uh, let's be smart and pay as little tax as we can. And then let's plan properly for growth, for what, how is it that you want to run your business? Not everybody's the same. You know, not everybody wants to build a business to sell. Some people just want to have a lifestyle business where they make 250,000 and they work half the week. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. We're listening to that. We want to help you meet that goal if that's what that goal is. Or if it is, no, like I'm trying to grow this thing and have a hundred employees. Okay. Let's talk about that. So that's what I, what I hope people feel when they come through this program. And I think clients could attest to that. Nice. Yeah. Well, good stuff. I like the checklist. The listicles are always helpful. (laughs) I learned Uh, something today. (laughs) And uh, if you want more, we got quite a few actually of uh, that kind of style um, podcast. Right. All available at Mir.group. Yep. And uh, you can reach out to Marcus and his firm there as well. Yep. All right. All right. See you next time, guys. See you.